10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6. Hello, and welcome to Rocket Fuel, your daily update of everything that's happening in the Rocket Pool community. My name is Wack Wack Attack. Today is April 4th, and um, it's the day where the deposit pool gets expanded. So, um, as you know, a few days ago, we had this post from Langus saying, hey everyone, following on from Dave's exciting Atlas announcement, we'll be applying the protocol parameter changes as per RPIP 16, change protocol settings for Atlas. The deposit pool limit goes to 18,000 and our ETH collateral target to 1% on Tuesday, April 4th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. So that's in 10 hours. So um, 10 hours from when I'm recording this, um, but it might be a little bit less from when you're watching it. So today's the day that the deposit pool will get expanded. Now that has brought up a whole lot of discussion um, in the community about how that is going to happen and what shape it's going to take and uh, what the how it's all going to play out. So Joe made this uh, informal poll yesterday in uh, trading saying um, 18,000 um, deposit pool predictions. So will the expanded deposit pool fill up in 24 hours, fill up in three days, fill up in a week, or it's not going to fill up, or we're all going to zero, so none of it matters. So it seems like the vast majority of people in the community think, think that it'll be filled up in um, 24 hours. So uh, the, one of the reasons why that is, is because of our being the, um, the deposit pool. So Jasper here says, are we doing a flashbot thing? And Joe says, a flashbot thing or to capture the ARB. So basically the idea is that in the same block that the contract is changed to allow the expansion of the deposit pool, in that very block, um, the team would borrow um, 13,000 ETH um, from a flash loans place, then excuse me, um, borrow 13,000 ETH from a flash loan service, use that to mint our ETH um, to fill up the deposit pool again, then sell that our ETH on the secondary market um, to um, get the, the premium, basically cash out the premium. So if that was to happen, then um, the deposit pool would not be filled up in 24 hours, it'd be filled up in one block. So that is um, the idea that um, the community seemed to uh, to want when we were talking about expanding the the deposit pool. However, at the time, the deposit pool was um, sorry. At the time, the premium on the deposit pool was a lot a lot higher than it is now. Um, and the um, I guess people are just wondering if it's economical to do it. Um, so that's kind of a discussion that came up. So um, you know, uh, Joe says um, that he'll talk to the team about it and then as um uh team members got back to him let me see i guess it was probably um langers sorry i should have had this message open um so um they were saying that that they wouldn't do it because there's not enough there for it to be worth doing so they said no because there's not enough for it to be worth it so a35u said how much is it going to be to be worth it and they said that they'll probably get something like 10 ETH out of the ARB um, or maybe uh, 5 to 10 ETH. But then um, further on, some people in the community, yeah, non-fungible Yoakum says it was looking like 16 ETH last night at a lower premium than now with an 8 
KETH ARB. Um, it declined the more ETH that was thrown at it, but 8K ETH looked to be about the sweet spot. A balancer can still do a free uh, WETH flash loan. Um, so um, Joe says uh, you can ask them. They just said it wasn't worth the extra complexity. Um, and then Valdorf saying it's about 16 ETH yesterday. So Joe says yes, somewhere around there. So So I think a decision still hasn't been made about um, whether or not the team will be performing that ARB or not um, as the contract is deployed. Of course, the team has the advantage of performing the ARB in the contract because they can bundle um, the contract change with the actual ARB itself. Um, if they didn't do that and there was 13,000 ETH left, uh, space left in the deposit pool, um, ARB bots would see that right away and see that there was a chance for an ARB and they would basically pay a really high um, MEV cost to make sure that they could get the ARB. So um, it, it is going to be filled regardless, pretty much, or at least a big chunk of it will be filled regardless. Um, it just depends on whether the team will do that or whether it will be an ARB bot. I don't think that um, community members will be able to do it because, well, maybe they can, but they'll have to bundle their transaction in the exact right way and then beat out the R bots and the R bots of course you know are do this professionally <laughs> so i don't know if we can beat them or not so it's either i guess the team or the R bot i don't think it'll be um any community members maybe that can pull this off i hope that i'm i'm wrong about that and community members can pull that off if the team decides not to but um i just i think it'll most likely be full at 18000 come um tomorrow and that will then um that will then um be ready for leb8 conversions on the 18th when atlas goes live um we'll be we'll have eighteen thousand eth worth of space in the deposit pool for people to mint um sort to get their conversions from leb sorry mini pool 16s to leb8s or even um, new node operators to start with um um leb8s which which would be really exciting um i think that will um let me see 12 13,000 even divided by eight yeah that will give us enough space for 1625 um new leb8s no that's not right um hold on a second divided by 24 yeah it's 540 new um validators can be spun up with leb8s from using the 24 um eth for each one from the deposit pool um if 500 people bring a eth then they can start that so that is something i think that will um definitely be talked about um in during today and even right now in trading so if we jump to the present of trading we can see that um people here are talking about it um quite a lot like um right here look like uh, so noshua look says the team is executing the increase and initially the plan was that they would arbit this morning joe said the team feels like it's not worth doing it with the current premium so people are literally going to be talking about this i think all day until um the vote goes so like here look at noshua saying uh, if i recall joe the team said it's five to ten eth um and someone did the math and it's 16 eth or so um so yeah that that is um that's uh, an active discussion that's probably going to be happening a lot over the course of today and i'll definitely let you all know how that 
protocol change went in tomorrow's episode and whether or not we have a full deposit pool which i think we will okay the next thing is um this screenshot was posted by dukey in um in trading last night and it's the imc vote and it says the quorum has been reached so let's go and have a look at the vote so here we have the imc membership <coughs> We have the membership selection uh, per RPIP 10 um, and um, we have Jasper who's almost definitely been elected, um, Valdorf, Langers, Noshua, Denham, Ramana. I think those guys are all pretty much guaranteed now spots and then um, non-fungible Joachim, Whisker and Phils I think will bring out the top nine. Um, I think Dr. Worm and Daisy Dog and Halzen are just a little bit too far behind to, to catch up now unless you know someone really puts their weight behind one of those three then they can potentially go up but um it looks like those are the nine people uh, who will um, make up the imc going uh, going forward um like i said you know this vote has now reached quorum it's at 6400 votes out of 5700 votes that are needed so it's over 100 percent um joe came in with a big vote um he voted for let's see who he voted for 10% for Valdorf, Langers, Whisker, Denham, um, Jasper, Noshua, Non-Fungible, Joachim, um, Romana, Dr. Worm, Phils. So he gave them 10% each. Um, and then um, Val voted as well. And Marceau voted 80% um, for Denham, 20% for Jasper. So that's cool. Um, and other people have voted as well. So that's really cool that, um, you know, people have uh, put their votes out and um, that vote, will will pass now um it still has another um five or six days to go so you know there might be some small changes that happen but i think that this is pretty much decided now that um the imc vote will be done so i'll give it a coverage in, in a few days time once the vote actually finishes and i'll come back to collect my pop um which i can get from right here for the i voted pop um and yeah it's it's nice that that's that's the case there Okay, next is news of a new community call uh, saying um, there's a post from the Rocket Pool um, Twitter account here saying our next community call will feature special guests Ryan Birkin and uh, Maker Lee from USE Teller. Um, we'll hear their plans to integrate our ETH as collateral in Teller's fixed term loan protocol. Um, I don't know much about Teller. I'm not much of a DeFi person, but um, they'll they i guess have some kind of um service where you can deposit our ETH and get um some kind of loan against that so they'll be coming on um the community space to explain what that is that will be happening on the 4th which is today at 6 p.m utc so that'll actually be happening in um less than like an hour and a half from when i'm recording so it's likely that this will have happened by the time you um listen to this call so yeah but um definitely um check in uh, with that and uh, give it a listen if it's something that you might be interested in All right next we had this post from sung he says hi rocket community just wanted to let you <laughs> 
just wanted to let you know that my team and I uh, recently made analysis on Rocket Pool performance over the past year for you on DeFi Map. I would love for the community to check it. Um, so then there's a series of tweets here talking about um, Rocket Pool, uh, the protocol, um, and the things that they cover in this little mini report. So they talk about um, the RETH performance, overall risk and volatility of RETH, uh, and uh, TVL of RETH and percent uh, change of liquidity. Um, so, you know, there's a whole bunch of tweets here where they share some data and information about how RETH is holding up quite well. And um, then I like that this there was a little summary given here by Phil, Phil Kerr's RETH saying it's the most steady peg. Um, and that show, survey showed that the Rocket Pool fork are most long-term aligned. So that I think is a really the long-term aligned thing. I think is a really cool finding. Um, of course, you know the Ethereum Foundation survey showed that as well. Was that you know the Rocket Pool community are the people who I think I think it was either yeah one of the communities that are most likely to keep holding their ETH and keep staking their ETH. So. Um, if you want to give that report a look, um, there's not too much new in it for those of you who watch Rocket Fuel, but um, you might find something in there that's interesting for you. Okay, next we had this other update from um, this uh, person here um, saying that Rocket Pool token scored 100% with DeFi antivirus. So there's this website here, DeFi antivirus, and um, or DeFi antivirus, whatever you want to call it, um, and it. Um, basically rates different projects and uh, the rocket pool token got 100 percent here um some of their um some of their um points are you know there's no vulnerabilities and the withdrawal functions found there's no re-entry risk found re-entrancy risk found uh, no locks it's verified source code and all of these different things so because it has all of these positive features they give it a rating of 100 percent or 100 out of 100 um and then um they don't then there's no um detractors as well so there's no old code and there's no dead code and everything looks good so you know they did quite a thorough um investigation of the of the rpl token and they gave it a perfect score of 100 which is always nice to see right so yesterday we got this um person who's a reporter at coindesk saying um hey Object Object and Valdorf. I'm a reporter at Coindesk. I was wondering if you all had any comments on Coinbase Ventures joining the ODAO because I knew Coinbase was already involved in the ODAO, but was March 31st official date they joined or just a continuation? So um, Object here says that's the join date and then you can see the transaction and there's a link to the events page of, you know, they put their bond through. It says the ODAO vote to initiate them happened before that. Just scroll up in that channel. They were not involved in the ODAO before that except for preparing their membership. So object gave really good information about what um, uh, Coinbase, um, how they're related to the ODAO. And then um, this article came out um, from Coindesk um, talking about uh, Coinbase Ventures joins liquid staking protocol Rocket Pools Oracle DAO. So there was some information in here about um, how they joined and what, what the ODAO does. And then there was a quote by object object so it says pseudonymous uh, rocket pool node operator who goes by object object in discord said they welcome coinbase ventures as a member of the oracle dao but also responded to coindesk i personally would like to see more non-us based entities in the order going forward as it stands eight <coughs> out of 18 order members are based in the us so this was um a nice little article um and it was nice to get object object to mention in that as well so we got this um 
chaos then later shared the article saying um, object is famous so that was <laughs> that was nice and then Waldorf said maybe we should hire object as our social media interns intern um, I don't think anyone wants to be the intern that intern works way too hard for those of you who follow the intern on Twitter okay next we had um, a couple of uh, things that are not related to rocket pool directly um, we had this um, Whiskers shared this uh, tweet from Euler Labs saying um, following successful negotiations all of the recoverable funds taken from the Euler protocol on March 13th have now been successfully returned to by the exploiter so um, this was like really astonishing news for me personally because once um, that money was gone and it looked like it was going through um, tornado cash I thought that they would never get they would never get it back but it seems as though um there's some like weird drama that's happened in the background here i think it might be the case that um someone knew the hacker and was trying to like um out them or something um yeah um someone knew the hacker and i think like put leverage pressure or something um oil labs continue on to say because the exploiter did the right thing and returned the funds and the one million reward uh, campaign launched by the other foundation um, will no longer be accepting new information full details to follow tomorrow so let me see if that full details actually come through yet um no that's that's the latest information we have so we don't have any more information from them but but it's really great you know that um this money has come back of course as you know um Euler recently had um, integrations with RETH that I was really encouraged, like I was really promoting on uh, Rocket Fuel. So I felt really bad when this hack happened, but um, thankfully the the money has now been returned, um, and um, I guess the contracts are still there. Of course, when something like this happens, you know trust in the protocol is really really damaged. So I'm not sure about um, what's going to happen to Euler Labs going forward, but I feel like. Um, the funds I read somewhere were withdrawable um, and can be can be um, given out. So, um, yeah, I think that that's really great that the money's come back. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens next with um, with um, the protocols like longevity. Um, I feel like it might get rebranded into something else with you know the same team and majority of the same code. Um, there'll be a name change rebrand all that kind of stuff um and new contracts deployed and all of that and then maybe that's one way forward i'm not sure exactly <laughs> exactly how that will go but it's definitely good that uh, people are going to get their money back and i'm so happy that the RETH holders um, who put their money into Euler should hopefully be made whole so that's great okay i'm finally going to finish on this post from bossy who's a rocket pool community member um i was talking about something slightly not rocket pool related in trading as people do you know people talk about everything except trading here so um bossy says does anyone else here struggle to work full-time and be a dad it's like the system for two working parents while also raising kids is flawed it feels impossible and even if one parent calls it quits to parent full-time full-time parenting is crazy stressful and hard any way you slice it it feels like it can't all be done um so this post i think got a whole lot of um really positive feedback um and like just sentiment um that came up 
and like Dougie here said I struggle to work full-time and I'm not a dad so I can only imagine um, Joe says sometimes I'm uh, sometimes I move my hours sometimes I guess he says sometimes he feels like that he says I moved my hours to 8 p.m to 5 a.m and that helped a lot so I guess that's when Joe's kid goes to sleep then Joe starts working and then Joe's around in the morning when the kid wakes up um, I guess I'm not sure exactly what Joe's routine is um, and then um, Hodger says oh uh, Mr Connor says once they go to school it'll seem like ancient history um, Lee says this was my life exactly but it does get easier um and then Mr. Khan says, does depend greatly on what full-time work is and whether it sits in your priority spectrum of life-work balance. Um, Hani Abu says, show the kid love and the kid will feel uh, figure everything else out. Probably even grow up with better personality and be more independent. And I said, seriously, such garbage. It used to be that people were a lot closer to their families and local communities. It literally took a village to raise a kid. But in the last 50 years or so, it's all about being about the atomic family and it's garbage. So one of the things that's, of course, happened is, you know, there's um, much more emphasis on both parents working now. And I'm not going to, you know, comment on... Um, on that like i don't want this to get political because i can definitely get political with this whole issue it's just the issue that i'm really passionate about and i feel like um families are missing out on really important things with their with their especially when they have kids because um work just takes up so much of um your time and like kind of your soul as well um i can give an example of like when i was working last year like i was having mental health issues i took mental health leave um when i went back to work it was just really tough like i'd come back home and i'd be like a zombie like i just want to do nothing um let alone like, you know spend quality time with my kid it was it was really difficult but i think this is a sentiment that a whole lot of people in in our community feel you know there's a lot of dads in here i'm sure there's some moms in here too um and um like parent whether you're you know whether you're a mom or a dad um mother or father like the stresses are still there and i think one of the things that's that's been good that's changed is that you know dads are a lot more involved now in in the upbringing of their kids in a way that wasn't the case like just a generation or two ago um however i really feel like um things have changed a lot for the detriment basically of of the family but that's that's a whole other matter um yeah uh, um, a lot of people then here you know were giving like really good comments and really good um uh, really good information joe says that i should put out a psa on the next rocket fuel so here i'm talking about it but um i think that you know we um we really should um we really should talk about the the burdens of 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 being a family and like you know all the um, difficult things here SNG says you know I quit my full-time job and that helped a lot and I said me too so like I said you know I had mental health issues we were moving and there were a lot of things that were changing in my life and um, we decided my wife and I decided that we um, take a step back and that that has been really good for us in a lot of ways um, it's still not ideal but um, it's definitely better than it was before um, I know that that's an extremely privileged position that we're in um, and I'm I'm so blessed that 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 we've been able to make this change. Um, however, it's been it's been tough, and um, before it was much tougher. But I totally sympathise. So yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say with this is, um, you know, please look after yourselves and look after your families. And um, I really hope that um, we're all able to find balances in our lives where we. Um, that we you know help help our kids be 
the best kids that we can you know they they have fun and they learn and they're shown love and they feel safe at home and all of those things are so important so yeah i'm <laughs> i've been talking about that for a while so i'm gonna stop but it's just there was some really really nice comments here in trading so definitely click on the link in um in the description and go and um check out the discussion because people were were saying really nice and kind things and like being really supportive of each other so that was really good anyway <coughs> i'm so sorry about the coughing today i don't know where it's coming back from but um yeah i hope you all have a lovely rest of your day and um i'll see you all for the protocol um change for the deposit pool and see what happens with that and um yeah i'll see you all tomorrow so yeah be good bye